news for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. Like always, I'm your host, Sam Schwegler. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or, you know, wherever you get your podcast from. Also, please write a review on iTunes because those reviews really help the show get more traction and attention from the from the wonderful, beautiful people over at iTunes. Sup, iTunes? How's it going? I'll slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs of iTunes is basically writing a review on the Schwedcast, if you didn't know. And also, if you have uh, anything you want to contact the Schwedcast about... You can feel free to email us, theshwedcast at gmail.com. And also, go follow us on Twitter, and you can even, you know, at us on whatever the kids do these days there. You can even slide into our DMs on that Twitter account, but, you know, most likely you need to follow the account before you need to slide into the DMs or uh, talk about the show with us, you know, and you can keep up with all the other awesome shenanigans that we have going with that. And so on this week's episode, I got Tim Phillippe, my bot podcasting boss, network owner of Waffle Butt Media. Great, great show. And we're going to talk about, you know, my problems with Universal Audio and what I like about Universal Audio. And also, we're going to talk about Radiohead's new song. And those of you who don't know, you're in for a treat when we're talking about that. So you're not going to want to touch the dial on this one. So I want to talk about, you know, what I've been jamming to these last few weeks since the last time we last talked on the podcast. You know, I've been listening to the new Harry Styles album, which is great. So when One Direction decided that they wanted to go on hiatus, you know, it was pretty obvious that each member was probably going to go solo. I mean, they had so many girls following them, and they're all really talented singers, so they can keep up a solo career all they wanted to. The big question was, what sound were they all going to go with? Because at this point, they had so many options. Like, this was all them, so they could sound whatever they wanted to. When Zayn went solo, he went for a more, like, alternative R&B sound, just, you know, smooth and stuff like that. And I loved his album. But with Harry, he went for, like, this classic rock pop sound. And I think it's just phenomenal what he did to that, and I just love the album. So I would go check that out if I were you. I've been also preparing my ears for the new Haim album, you know, Sister Trio from California, just phenomenal musicians. They released their new song. They've released a couple new songs, but the song I love so far is their song, Want You Back. It's on all the streaming websites you need to go to. It really shows the sister's songwriting and music playing abilities, and it's just phenomenal. And if you haven't already, go watch the music video too, because it's a very simple music video, but there's this kind of part in the song that you kind of want to dance to, and the dance they do in the music video kind of with it is like the exact same way you want to dance to this song, and they just captured it perfectly. And it's a really good music video. I mean, you don't get a lot of great music videos these days. Like, even the ones I do see are pretty great. So, go watch the music video as well. Let's talk about today's sponsors on the podcast. This episode of the Shredcast is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid is the service that gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. They get your music on all the major platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many, many more. This is great for original music and also covers. DistroKid gets you the license you need for those covers, so you know what? You don't have to worry about it. DistroKid is actually what I use to distribute my music, so I can personally say with the Sam's Regular Project how great they actually are, and you know what? I actually use this product, which is a great thing when someone is selling you an ad time. This is what you want to hear. 
It only costs $20 a year for their main subscription, and you keep 100% of your earnings. They've also got a new feature called Leave a Legacy, which will let you keep your music up on the stores even if you cancel your membership. What's also coming up is their new band pages, which are free to anyone, even non-DistroKid members. You can get a 7% discount. That is 7% discount off of your first year by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Swedcast. That's distrokid slash VIP slash Swedcast. And I'm also, if you didn't catch that, don't rewind. The link is going to be in the description of this episode. All right. And our next sponsor of this show is is Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24-7 for less than the cost of a cab. When you use promo code SWEGCAST when signing up, you get a $50 ride credit. So it's pretty great. And if you want to sign up for Lyft and become a driver, make a little extra money, pay off your credit card debt. You know, if you're a musician, you know, a great way to make some extra money in between gigs and stuff like that. And you know what? You can use promo code SWEGCAST too. And I think you get a $500 bonus upon your first few rides. And so that is pretty great. That's something I would sign up for. So go sign up for Lyft, and you can use promo code SWEDCAST, get that $50 ride credit. And uh, go drinking and driving. No, I mean, go drinking and don't drive. That I got your attention with that. So sign up for Lyft. So let's get to uh, the episode. Me and Tim are going to chat, and uh, let's see the fun radio podcasting that we can create. So don't touch that dial. professional podcast network and we're using GarageBand. Are you aware of this? Yeah. <laughs> for the, for just a voice recorder, that's all I fucking need. You got all your doodads on your end. Make your shit do, do your thing then. <laughs> I mean, um, what's going on with it? Yeah, because, you know, I, I just got the Apollo Twin by Universal Audio. Ooh. So, I I mean, I've sent you that and I've and I've let you know that I am the the alpha podcast on this yes, network. Yes, I know. Fine. Like <laughs> my audio quality is good. Well, I <laughs> slap things together in a few minutes, and <laughs> there, <laughs> I am. <laughs> cannot afford all of the fancy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like really happy. Yeah, because the I have show a DI box. Well, for that's not bad. Yeah, um, I think I stole from somebody. I'm not sure. That's, that's how you get most DI boxes. Most gear, well, most gear that you get is borderline stolen. I have an amp that I have no idea where it came from. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like, oh, this just kind of fell fell into place. I try. I'm good with the little stuff. Uh, one time, my dad, uh, so because he works at a college, a small college, and so he one day, like a band played in like the school's you know, big gymnasium, you know? Right. And so what happened was they left a guitar stand 
And then it was oh. there for like a month or two, yep. and like no one came back and claimed it. And so like everyone's like, I don't know what to do with this. And my dad's like, Well, my son plays music because he's like the one athletic guy at the school whose child's an like artist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he just brought like he just took it home, and then he like, and I, I always like because my parents live in a four bedroom house, and this was when my brother moved out. So I had like there was just a one like so three extra rooms or whatever. And so the one downstairs I never used. So I just practiced in there, and that's where I record really crappy music. Of my high school right. days. And so all of a sudden, I'm just like, what? I just, out of nowhere, I'm like, where did this guitar stand come from? Because it was the same brand as, like, my other just standalone mm-hmm. stands. But this one was just, like, out of nowhere. And I'm like, my dad's like, I think I got a week later. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I brought that guitar stand home for you. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Did they birth a, a, like a baby guitar stand. I know it's just it's just like well it's like he just randomly shows up like Some you, Toy you, Story shit going on there but like <laughs> just like the uh, instrument things are coming to life and mating. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the freaky story. But with this Apollo Twin, I finally got it up and running like two days ago on Sunday, and it, it is the most wildest story. I. I don't know if Universal Audio's, like, support center is bad, but I know that, like, trying to do your research before you buy something is not good. (laughs) Yeah. So, initially, I have a mid-2012 MacBook. Specs are phenomenal for music recording. So, but there's only one Thunderbolt port, and I was using it as, like, my display port. And so, I read on their website, yeah, you just get one of those Apple Thunderbolt converters, you should be able to use it with anything. So, I'm like, okay. And so, I spent, like, 30 bucks on, you know, a little dongle, mm-hmm. you know, for it. And so, Don- so I had... Is it called dongle? Yeah, that's what, that's what you call those. Dongle, yeah. It's dongle? I thought yeah. it was doggle. I've heard it both ways. Dongle sounds way cooler and gayer. Yeah. Gay is like cool as fuck now. Yeah, no, it's 2017. Yeah, dude, gay people are so fucking mm-hmm. rad. So, not so, being sarcastic whatsoever. <laughs> I truly mean that. I had this conversation earlier. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. We'll, with go, your we'll go back to that after my fanciness. So, <laughs> so now we're noticing that there's gonna be a step up in the quality on my my show. But well, good for fucking <laughs> you, Sam. Good for you. I have a task cam. I have a task cam. US 600. That is as good as it's going to get for a while. <laughs> and, so, and so with this thing, it's so eventually with two talking to two reps, they're just like, yeah, so it works if it's like a, it works the other way around from the way I had it. So I'm like, okay, so I got to get a f- Thunderbolt cable. And then, you know, that way I can connect to my computer and I have to go without a nice external display for a while. And so I finally do Amazon Prime, longest two days of my life. <laughs> finally get, I got one of the, like, $10 Thunderbolt cables like from... Amazon Basics Select or whatever? Something like that, yeah. And so I use it, still not connecting to my computer. Amazon Basics always works for me. Why does it fuck up uh, uh, so many different people's? Okay, and then <clears throat> I finally drove like 10 miles to like the nearest Best Buy to me. I don't know why East, Southeast Nashville does not have a Best Buy. Bought the $40 Apple Thunderbolt because I figured Ugh, out that God. we needed to get that actually had to be the Apple certified one. That's like bullshit. And, you know, they can't just include it with the device that'd be too easy 
And so, Ugh. thank God, I don't have Does a child. Apple own this company somehow? They, I, I think like they're they really good. Have some steak. Because I got the Mach Two, and so the Mach Two, this is like the second run of it, and so like they just upgraded it. They have like a talkback mic and stuff like that. And I think that's that's the big difference with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and for a while on the first one, like they only made it available for Mac, so they're probably in good cahoots. Right. So full disclosure. I have no fucking idea what this thing is. The Apollo talking about. You showed me it. I forgot to look it up, <laughs> but I have no idea what it does. So Universal Audio makes like phenomenal interfaces. Educate your listeners. So want to buy one of these dope things that so, is going to make your podcast so much better than Bruce and the Boys. <laughs> so this is a seven hundred dollar audio interface. Jesus, Sam. God. But hey, I also do this. For my, other, for my other, for my other job. Well, yeah, no. If you if this thing is like a necessity, like mm-hmm. that, what's the some? I don't remember the Portuguese phrasing for it. But it's like <laughs> basically like uh, the the cheap becomes expensive. So just buy the basically buy the most expensive thing right now mm-hmm. before it's like you're gonna have to pay. That's why I buy Macs instead of PCs. My friend went through three PCs with my one Mac. Like yeah. And that's and that was my problem with PCs is they just don't last as long as Macs. Yeah. Like Macs are, you have to pay up the butt for every little thing with it. But yeah. it's it lasts for a while. The, the, I'm still in six years. This thing is. I'm already now. I'm wanting to get a new one just because like the new Macs coming out. That means the old Macs that actually are going to still have the USB ports are going to be a thing. Cause I'm going to be that old curmudgeon that doesn't want to give up the USB port. But other than that. <laughs> Yeah, I love everything about mine except that it only has one Thunderbolt port. It's the only problem with mine. Yeah, I think mine's only has one too. Yeah, mine's mm-hmm. mine's actually older than yours, so yeah. What do you have? The mid two thousand twelve? Uh, no, it's the. It's right before that one because it was like late. I bought it in two thousand twelve, but it's like the late two thousand eleven model. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I don't know. See, I I went. Because I wanted specs were more important to me than like the newest thing, so I bought the mid two thousand twelve in September of twenty fourteen. So that's how, and so yeah, that's why mine's mine was like the last one they made with a CD player. So still watching DVDs, oh, folks. Right. Oh seriously, I, dude, I don't even know if my uh, CD player works. Oh wait, yeah, it does because I just burned a CD the other day. So yeah, no, I I, I, I per- put my mixtape on it and then just hand them out to people. I just allegedly pirate everything. I haven't used a DVD, mm-hmm. and I have no idea how long. Allegedly. <laughs> pirate DVDs. <laughs> I feel like pirating DVDs is just kind of annoying. I, it's dude, like... I did do that, though, when um, back um, when burning CDs was the thing, and when I figured out that I needed, I could copy DVDs on my parents' computer. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got a drink. Oh, yeah, I got a drink, too. Alcohol, Hold on. alcohol, alcohol beer. Um, it brewed in Texas. Who do I drink? Who am I drinking? Carbuck from Houston. Houston, as they say. They don't even use the H like savages. But what was I saying? Uh, Your parents' computer. Where oh, you yeah. First looked no. at porn. Well, yeah, we would go, we would <laughs> go uh, to the library and like rent out any CD. They would get any mm-hmm. CD that you want and just burn it. Like they didn't put piracy protections on. Oh, I remember for, those. Like, yeah. For a long time. And then it like. The piracy stuff didn't even work. Like, it was, like, oh, allegedly. Yeah. They tried to say that, I think they tried to tell us that, like, 
if you burn it, like they'll know. Like it sends out a <laughs> signal. I'm like, bullshit. It oh, does. We like, talked about me? this Some in my uh, Stargate SG1 shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> we talked about this in like my music business class. That because. Ever since they started making physical copies of music, that's, mm-hmm. like, always been, like, a piracy thing. Like, even sheet music was, like, the first physical form of music. Oh, yeah. And ever since that came out, people were just, like, copying that all the time. Like, they wouldn't pay for it. And then, you know, vinyl was, like, they were really good with... copy vinyl. That was not... Vinyl was, like, the peak of... Yeah, you couldn't. That was the best thing about vinyl. Yeah. Like, that... And so the music industry was, like, okay, good. No one can copy this until the yeah. cassette came along and then CDs and now now music costs nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, I was pirating music even with cassettes, like like recording it off the radio and like making the mixtapes mix like everybody else yeah, the first, in the world did. The first cassette I got was just like a burned copy of a cassette. It was Pop by NSYNC. Oh, nice. Which is oh, dude, phenomenal. And I think in McDonald's thing once, they thought, God, the various forms of media they thought were going to last. Um, uh, remember mini discs? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, there was something else. It was like a microchip. They thought that like microchip music was going to be a thing. And I had like, it was, it was like three in sync songs that I, came with, like, I think it came with a Happy Meal or something. I don't know. I had one of those but, at one like, point. Yeah. And, but yeah, then the, the mini discs, like I bought a, some I bought some album. Oh no, it was Matchbox Twenty on a mini disc once, and um, I couldn't play it because um, I had to have a mini disc player. But then uh, I was able to put it in my computer because there's like a little tray for the discs. Oh I yeah, guess. and uh, I figured that out later. I'm like, and then some weird computer game I got from Burger King was on one of those too. They they put all their money on that, and it <laughs> did not last. CDs are still going strong. Who would have kind thought of. that a the device that could hold millions of songs mm-hmm. would outweigh any physical form of music? Yeah. Who would have thought? It's, like, baffling. Like, I mean, the 10,000 songs back in the day with just the iPod was just like, oh, my God, that's insane. Like, who would ever listen to that much music? You know, I have... 360 gigabytes of music sitting on a hard drive that I don't even use because I have Spotify now. Because mm-hmm. who who knew that the raps because it used to be called Rhapsody back <laughs> in the day. That was this that was the uh, uh, or was it was it Rhapsody? Um, or, yeah, was, I'm pretty sure. No, well, no, uh, Rhapsody was a uh, was a subscription service that they tried to launch initially. Like same with that's what Zune was the whole concept mm-hmm. behind that, and uh, then that failed. See, App or Microsoft does everything before everybody, but they do it super shitty, and then everybody <laughs> learns from their mistakes. Oh my gosh! Like they, yeah. they created an iPad, they created an iWatch, they created media sharing. The Zune was actually a better product, like I think. I think it was way better than the iPod, but other than the fact that it didn't play anything but M, what's what's the Windows version of MP3? Uh, M- wave. W- wave. No. Yeah, uh, not Wave. Uh, when, I don't know. You know, you had to have Windows Media Player, and I had a Mac, so it just didn't no, work out. God, but, uh, I hate Windows Media Player. Yeah, Windows Media Player is the worst. I have to use it at work. Ugh. But yeah, just like now, now it's just subscriptions shit, and it's through your iPhone. Like, who knew that your i that that iPod thing that was holding your ten thousand songs was going to fucking turn into an iPhone? That mm-hmm. what we have today. Like, I don't. That's my, that's everything. Yeah, I remember when I got the. 
uh, I got a two gigabyte SanDisk MP3 player. Oh my god, I had one of those too. It was like a hundred and like twenty dollars. Dude, oh my god. Ugh. How wait, how two gigabytes? This was this was two thousand six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is how this is how dated we're getting bring this back to you. Two gigabytes. We're talking two gigabytes. How many songs is that? I think about gigabytes in movie forms. It's like I don't I don't I don't allegedly uh pirate anything. Other than movies, allegedly. I, I was thinking about music because. Like how 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 much is, how many songs is that then? Um, uh, I mean it more than like a thousand. Something around there, yeah. Wait, which is, at that like point, a megabyte a, um, three megabytes a song, right? Usually. Yeah, which at that point, MP3. my pirating skills were like one song at a time. It wasn't full albums. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, because I didn't discover torrents until college and that changed my world yeah that, oh my god now i don't i don't even like download music anymore not even because Mm-mm. i yeah. still buy me i actually buy music now yeah <laughs> same i use spotify and i like music that i really like i and my friend's music i fucking buy uh yeah i like as to buy as much as i can i like to buy a vinyl because i like mm. the physical i think I like that's missing for music these days Dude, my friends band um, who are on tour in Japan right now with uh, fucking Fall of Troy. Uh, do you remember that band um, from high Fall school? Tro- metal <laughs> band. Like, I think they were. I don't know if they were a Christian I like, band. I don't think they were, but like they were kind of like under oath esque. Mm-hmm. They. Sound, uh, yeah, I remember Fall of Troy. I don't think I was into them. Yeah, no, I wasn't either. But like, that's fucking rad for them. But they just released their um, my, the band, my friends band, um, Hikes. Look up hikes, mm-hmm. people. Um, if you like math rock, uh, but they released a vinyl. It's clear. And oh, like, it's a clear vinyl, and it's fucking rad. Like, oh, okay. That's god. So I don't want to burst your bubble here, but I had a friend tell me this: the clear vinyl is actually like how it's like starts out, and people oh, wanted really? it black. So clear is like the cheap version. Oh no, shit. Yeah, that's oh. what a friend told me. Why don't they just do that? They look so much cooler. People, yeah, I think Why do they that, do it black. I think people liked it black. Oh, and it could be like the grooves type thing. Mm. It was just okay. like a marketing thing. Oh damn, that's crazy. They like made it seem like this cool as shit thing. Like I, and fuck, dude, and fuck hikes. Then fuck you, hikes. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I, they, <laughs> their guitarist is one of my best friends. Runs a printing company. Knows exactly how this shit's made. He, he lied to me. <laughs> Fuck you, Will. That's what a friend told. I don't know, like, what type of... I'm not... I don't know what type of clear bastard. they did. They did something else pretty awesome with it, but now... Like, uh, yeah, because it starts out clear. It's and then definitely... Well, it their album is um, is a white, like, covered, too. So, like, I mean, it, it fits for what they did, but, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's not is it, special. That's is bullshit. it 180 grams? Uh, maybe? I don't know. If it's 180 uh, grams, that means the quality's good, but, like... I assume it is. They... they are pretty picky about their shit, so... So, yeah. Like, it, and he, again, runs a print, like, he prints things for a living. Because what's important is, like, the thickness of the record, because that's how it decays over time or whatever. Right. So, that's that. Okay, so... Have you heard that new Radiohead song? Uh, I think so. Which <laughs> one Which one is it again? I'm well, not a... Okay, I like them not a huge fan they're like not my, ever my go-to for some reason everybody i know has a huge boner for them i get it it's just i like pop punk music 
Yeah, they're they're just very. I respect them, music. but like I'm not entirely like butt opening for them. Yeah, like, like they're man. I have friends that are butt opening for them. like it's insane. Like the new album came out and like they lost their goddamn minds. One of my friends' bands are a band called Mother Falcon. Like they're kind of like an orchestra band. Mm-hmm. They they're on the same publicist as Radiohead, and they covered their entire OK Go album mm-hmm. and released a ver- record of that, and then uh, did like a mini tour of it, and like did this fucking rad show and what used to be the old power plant here now it's just a bunch of condos but um had like a hundred piece orchestra of kids from around town and like various high school bands uh play with like the entire okay go thing during south by southwest Mm -hmm. i think it was south by dude man that was one of the best it was the hottest venue i've ever been in because it's a abandoned power plant that had no ac or airflow yeah but it was fucking awesome Okay, but before we get back to Radiohead, I want to make a point about air-conditioned venues. The only town in this entire <laughs> world that I have played in that has like a decently air con- that has decently air-conditioned venues, surprisingly enough, do. Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, which one did you play at? I played I, at Bottleneck once. I played. I played. And... I think I've. I've at least been in the Bottleneck, and I played Jackpot. Those, yeah, very well air-conditioned. So if you're if no, you're a music wouldn't book me. So if you're a music venue, first of all, get a wall fire, unit. <laughs> fire your booking agent because they're not doing shit. Yeah. That is for sure. They created an email and then have not looked at it since. That is what they did. Yeah. So you need to fire them. Second off, invest in air conditioning. I can't tell you how many hot shows I've been to in my entire life. Dude, it's pretty bad. Like, at a lot of them, like, that's why I stopped going to some shows, and that's, like, why I hung out outside, like, all the time. One is, <laughs> and it's also loud. I'm old. Oh, yeah. Uh, old, but my I, my ears make my living, so. Mm-hmm. That's, I always just wear earplugs. I hate earplugs. People are like. makes me old. People were like, you're a little bitch, but I'm like, well, yeah, exactly. my hearing's not gone, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's when like, you're asking you guys- me to repeat myself. <laughs> so yeah but okay so back to radiohead so you haven't heard their new song right i have i just don't remember it okay so here's their actual new song their new song is actually of them tuning their instruments (laughs) oh this this bit dude that was hilarious dude yeah but but <laughs> but okay but there's even more to this story when we get back from our break so our break we will be listening to the song i worked on with cooper baker and uh it actually got picked up by a publisher we're just waiting to hear oh, it dude that guy was cool as shit yeah we're getting ready to hear that cooper yeah we're, we're dude, still yeah, working. That, that episode was like one of my favorites so far like that that was a mm-hmm. good so we're going to play that song to finish, at least a little bit of the finished product that I think you heard in episode 10. And then when we come back, we're going to tell you a little bit more about this Radiohead song. So don't touch that dial. I hear your words, but they're coming out slow. Sometimes it's hard to tell if you even know. I feel the fire. 
Okay, so what's going on with that Radiohead song is it was actually fake news. <laughs> so like I wore, I wanted to hear it so bad because I bet it would have been an awesome. Like, is there? There was no video, right? No, because yeah. what happened was I was like, oh, dude, I gotta hear this. Like, if even if it is a, <laughs> a screw because, up, like I bet it's cool. <laughs> because like I saw like all the memes, I saw all the jokes and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, we gotta talk about this on the show. And so I email. So yeah, I texted you just like, hey, let's talk about Radiohead's tuning thing, and then. And then you're like, okay, send me a link. And I looked up, like, Googled Radiohead tuning. Automatically, fake news, fake news, fake news. Uh, so and I was like, lame. But I, oh. I want to, but I, I do kind of want to discuss this for a while. So I, so I went to music school, as you are aware, and a lot of this is modern, postmodern music, kind of in the more traditional, classical style, what they would call it, where you kind of don't care about like a certain kind of format. Right. And so I had one professor. He was only there my freshman year. He produced with this guy. He does like really weird modern postmodern pieces. He did one. It was like one was an hour of piano and like Mm. a good 30 minutes of it was just like the E and the A. And the whole point of that, it sounds like really dumb, but the whole point yeah. of it was like, since this is an acoustic piano and like the, with the room they recorded in, the way it like traveled the sound of the room, because if you listen to the same note over and over again, like especially like in a really good acoustic instrument, like the way it hits your ears is really weird. And that was the kind of whole point of it. Right. Then he did one that was like five hours and I'm like, that's going to, that, like he released on CD. I'm Oof. like, that's got to suck. Because it was supposed to be meant to be sat in five hours. Yeah, this is the kind of music he does. And so, and then my professor, Doc Octoroner, he did, you know, he did a piece where, like, he connected some contact mics to a glass of beer, and, like, he made a song out of it, which was really cool, and especially cool to hear, like, 8.1. I I believe maybe 8.2. I'm not entirely too sure. But it was really cool. So, considering this was, like, this would have been a real song, it doesn't matter if it's Radiohead or not, what are your thoughts just like trying to make something really weird and it's just tuning like if, if this didn't surprise me that well like okay if this had been real it wouldn't have like it didn't surprise me when i thought it was real it doesn't surprise me that it was fake news cuz nothing is real anymore mm-hmm. but like just to simply make weird music like that that's good. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I was uh, talking to my girlfriend about this last night because I had, uh, I wrote a paper a long time ago for uh, school about the future of music, and I had interviewed a friend of mine who said, uh, which is it was eerie because he pretty much hit the nail on the head on all of it. Said that like within ten years, people will be making a lot more music for themselves rather than mm-hmm. like uh, fame and shit. And you do see that with a lot of analog artists. They are trying to, I guess, be famous, but they are just. I mean, they're making their own weird thing. Like, half the people I know that make music in Austin are EDM. Or, well, they hate that phrase, but EDM artists, electronic artists that make weird shit. They call it chill wave, or they call it dubstep, or they call it, you know, whatever fucking name you want to put on it. So, but, like, what he was, my friend was talking about is um, people making their own music, distributing it themselves eerily as it was it's kind of where we are right now so people wanting to be more individualistic with their uh with their shit basically like the whole like self-production i think has fueled the 
rise of weird ass music. Yeah. Because people are get you can make anything you want. Anybody can say what they want with their their fucking video camera, like just you know, inst or what Snapchatting to the world or whatever it is. Man, I sound old. Uh, <laughs> their video thing, video phone. Um, and people just the everybody is a content creator, like, mm-hmm. and everybody can create anything they want, whether it's you know a song, a podcast, or uh, a, a short film, or you know become a Vine star. Where the fuck that was? I'm glad <laughs> I missed that trend. Uh, <laughs> God, I did. I knew what Vine was, never got on it, and then it died. I was like, thank God. I <laughs> so I was like, when I was like, I need to be more involved in social media. Vine died. Then I think maybe I killed Vine. You're welcome. If You're that's the, one the case, yeah. I hope I was, but um, I never got on there. Um, but yeah, like so, fueling just this individual individualistic thing of self-production. People can, uh, you know, just they they're encouraged just to make more weird ass shit. Like there's one time I uh, I was listening to this podcast uh, about the future. I, damn, I, I forgot forget its name. Um, just type future podcast it's into Google and it's one of them um, it's really cool but uh, talking about like people in the future wanting to be avatars instead of actually performing because it'll be easier on them like Beyonce doesn't have to go to like you know do 50 shows in 30 days or something like that or whatever the hell it is I don't know that's just a random number but instead using like weird like cartoon avatars and there are already artists like that like in the k-pop and uh like uh world and uh i think there's a japanese artist too by that name or by uh, that same kind of genre and it's just weird shit it's weird like robotic weird pop music stuff that a robot like overlord sings or something like that like uh, the one they talked about on the podcast was some weird like I don't know, dog girl or something, or cat girl or something like that. Like a cat, like kind of like, I mean, did you ever see uh, Interstellar 20 or 2525 or whatever it is that uh, uh, Daft Punk rock opera anime thing? I feel like I have. Please go watch that. If you the best rock so opera awesome. is Trap in the Closet, but oh, that's oh off subject. God, that, that is. I can believe I I knew that was a song, and then somebody told me like, "Nah, dude, there's more." <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, no way!" And we took we did a viewing of it at my house on our projector and everything, the entire like video series, and then like played through the rest of the album that he didn't make because I think he went to jail for peeing on that girl. <laughs> <laughs> did he actually go to jail for that? I don't think he did. No. Well, did he? I don't know. I don't he think did he did go to jail for something. I don't Wesley think it was Snipes for... went to jail for <laughs> dodging taxes. Like R. Kelly has to have gone to jail. Feel like R. Kelly, like there was enough sufficient evidence or whatever. Yeah, that I mean, was a video of it. Not <laughs> saying I, not saying I'm like okay with it. No, ew, gross. The only thing I'm okay with is not peeing on girls and consent. Jesus Christ! Don't get back to what I was. What was I even talking about? Uh, we're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, just Death making Punk. weird music. Yeah, like so, like them doing some, bringing it back around off my rant. Uh, some weird tuning and like calling it music. Like, like my friend hikes. Like they, they do some weird shit. Like they're. It's it's very uh, precise, mathematical. Like. They are perf- weird perfectionists when it comes to music. Like they, uh, 
like we'll have arguments for an hour during practice of it's da 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 not da 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 you know or something like that like and just being that weird and technical like you can just go on at the same time like no no re- regular person say like uh you know any Joe Schmo that isn't a musician would really know the difference these Radiohead fans aren't you, most are not musicians mm-hmm. my friend Alexa is a Radiohead fucking nut not a musician she in loved any that way song. shape or form she would have loved that song <laughs> if she had been there like if that had actually happened like <laughs> and like so for like people like us we can tell that okay they're tuning a guitar because like we know what that is but for every other regular fan like this can pass for music like i mean i sit on my iphone and make weird beats with GarageBand all day it's music at the end of the day it's pre-produced mm-hmm. beats from apple but at the it's weird shit that i'm making up so not, I don't publish them or anything. It's just w- weird things I do when I'm, you know, by myself. Dropping <laughs> I mean, a mixtape, I guess. Yeah, I'm dropping a mix, a poop mixtape while I'm doing all my pooping. Uh, <laughs> Made in Garage Band. <laughs> the podcast, the Daw of Waffle Butt Media, besides Logic, yeah. for one of the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know what the original question was, but we- making weird music is. Just go- it's gonna get weirder. It's like mm-hmm. you ever watch Batman Beyond? A little bit. Ever? I've watched. Okay, the the music in the beginning of that is basically the music that they listen to. Like, mm-hmm. like they're teenagers in like I don't know twenty eighty five or something like that. I don't remember the exact year. It's probably mm-hmm. wrong, but uh, it's just, it's weird, crazy techno music that doesn't like make sense to like our ears. Like of, over time, we we slowly get used to. Like music that makes us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like even if it is weird ass music, like some random guitar solo that you know Tom York's doing, or like that's actually a guitar tuning. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, like our parents in the '90s hated hip hop music. They tried to make hip hop music illegal. Like as far as like they were lobbying for it in Congress because like you know and like violent violent themed music because you know those two little fucking pricks at columbine might have listened to marilyn manson once or twice and somehow like don't screw you that's not what happened that's not whatever that that argument's done and done because now they advertise car commercials with it and they have our parents are loving it like Mm -hmm. they're loving beats like they back in the day when ray charles was putting boogie music to gospel tunes uh or use or vice versa basically Right? Uh, I don't know, man. But you know what I mean? Like, when he was uh, jazzing up, like, using the devil's notes uh, or whatever to make uh, gospel music, people said he's going to burn in hell. That became (laughs) mainstream. No one gave a shit anymore. And it just completely progressed and progressed. Like, society changes with, with the music, for one. Like, but... You know, what our parents found offensive and thought that was causing all the violence in our schools is now what's selling them their cars. <laughs> like, I, I think I'm ripping off a comedian by saying any of this. So if I am, like, uh, who fucking cares? Uh, <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, this music that we may, our parents or anybody may find weird now and it makes them uncomfortable. Like, oh, this is, this is lame. It's not like Justin, oh, it's Justin Bieber, so that's lame. No, that's just lame but mm-hmm. like the weird trippy ass you know weird chill wave that my friend corduroy plays versus you know the 
stuff from the 80s that was just as weird that is totally acceptable now. I don't know. I'm I'm just blabbering on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's just, weird music is here to stay, and it's just going to get fucking weirder. That's the, that's the end of that, so, like, basically. I want, I want, like, so... It's funny. Here's Sorry what, for the F words for you weird Christians that still <laughs> no, listen to Sam's podcast. No swearing. This is a Christian podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even though nowhere it says it's a Christian, just yeah, a guy who's spiritual but not religious. But anyway, anyways, so it's really I'm, I'm really thinking like I feel like music is coming back around a little bit. So just a little history lesson. So. The Beatles wouldn't be where they are today if it wasn't for their later music. Like, Dude, if, for real. If, they, if it was like that begin, If you listen to the beginning of their stuff, it was just that three three chord. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you something. Yeah. It's like, like, that's one of the best songs in the world, and it's the shittiest song ever. I know. But, like, that stuff, like, so good. But at the same time, like, no one's going to, no one would care who the Beatles were if it wasn't for albums like Sgt. Pepper, Revolver. Exactly. And stuff the, like that. So, that album was so good, it drove a man crazy. Like, <laughs> what's his name? Brian, Brian Williams? What's it? Uh, the Beach Boys guy. Uh, uh, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Wilson, not Brian Williams. So. Yeah. But, like, the big thing with, like, Sgt. Pepper, Revolver, and stuff like that, the Beatles had so much classical influence. And, like, in the, you know, classical, like, we're going to school for this world, what was popular was, like, this postmodernism Schoenberg, not Schoenberg, uh, shoot, not Schumann, what? I don't know, some guy from, who moved to LA, I can't remember his name, he had these squares, I'm probably, no someone's, idea. someone's gonna harass me about this, but anyways, so, send yeah, them my way, send them my <laughs> way, uh, was it, <laughs> Waffle but, at Wafflebutt Media on Twitter? Sure, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take your hate, so, or Timmy Two Step with the eyes, <laughs> instead of a two, I'll take that, I take it on, I, I take all the hate mail, send it, I hate love, Nobody's hated on me yet, man. It's kind of frustrating. I know. Um, I want hate mail. Yeah, and so like I the be, Beatles, I want to be cyberbullied <laughs> really bad. The Beatles went it's back. So funny, but yeah, the Beatles went back like a generation before when they were writing their music, and that's why you hear songs like Penny Lane. I think I read something like was it six or seven keys Penny Lane was in. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane. Like the chorus itself is in a different key than the verse, like each time, and then like there's even like another, like modulation near the end you know you know, the big ending yeah. so it's just stuff like that and like those smooth transitions like are only stuff you find in classical music you don't find that stuff like today like key changes are definitely still a thing of today's music uh but we're not getting that like n- smooth transition it's supposed mm-hmm. to lift up that final chorus i right. i'm i'm happy to admit that i do this all the time but the beatles yeah the beatles they just did those smooth transitions and so, which is still around today. Uh, if you listen to Bruno Mars' album, it's just all over that. Yeah. But now I think we're going back that to that. makes good music. Modernism, postmodernism music. That, like, it's just, we're just going to be weird, but we're going to have a purpose behind it. And so. Yeah. And that's where we see, like, Katy Perry. Just, like, her SNL performance killed me because everyone was criticizing, like, what the hell did I just watch? And I'm just like. That was freaking cool. Like, that is not what we see every day. Like, she was just that, being weird, but it made sense uh, to the music she was it making. It felt like she was trying to be The dancing weirder. was weird. I don't know, man. But that like, backpack kid was weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't care if it's boy or girl or ex-gender or whatever. I thought, 
it was her little brother that she just allowed to come on stage and do whatever the hell he wanted. I'm just which tr- is cool if that was the case. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl or ex gender or whatever gender it is. All <laughs> I care about is. is how old they are. That's all I care. It looks just like some like seventeen year old dancing. I've been like stuck on this for months or ever since she performed. Yeah. Like, but it's good. We we need weird music in our world. But at least yeah. weird for a purpose, not like and this is why it's saying this. Like, like when I talk about this E and that that my professor from my freshman year of college who did the E and the A, it was supposed to how your ears are going to adapt and react to just this fourth playing for like at least a half an hour of the song. Like, yeah. how are your ears gonna adapt to that? Because you know, when you hear a baby cry like really loud, I was told this once, it. Like, it's loud at first, but eventually you get so used to it, your brain, what it does is it just kind of puts it in the back, and so you don't hear it as loud as you did at first. Right. That was the thing, and so that was the whole point. So, like, the whole purpose behind it. And what I learned, you know, obviously when I was in school, you know, I did a lot of composition work, music production work. All the question is, why did you do that at this certain place in the song? That was the big question like you would always have. So like, mm, why did you do this? Why did you just going back from jazz, from my mixtape, like the first couple of songs of my mixtape like, why would you do this here? It would make no sense to the beginning portion of the song what you have arranged. That's the point. Like you have to kind of justify. You can't just be like, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Like that's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of a cool answer, but it's also not a good answer. Like just because you think it, you like it, you have to have reasoning behind it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you could have a reasoning. I mean, what's his name? The Marquis de Sade talked about, you know, being vulgar for just vulgarity's sake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't have to have a reason, honestly. Like, I mean, that's kind of just off instinct, I guess. I mean, that could be your reasoning. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's a lot of, like, jamming is instinctual. Like, if you know what you're doing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so... Like, to have a purpose, I guess, in a structured song, that's fine. But I think if you're... I mean, it doesn't apply to all of it. Like, all of musicdom. Yeah, I guess. Like, like if you're jamming, you don't have to have a purpose for... Like, you're feeling it. That's your purpose. But I guess this is more for, like, recorded media, set, sheet music media. I guess, like, jamming... Yeah, have an absolute purpose. You have to have a... If you're... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just trying out ideas. Like, jamming is more just like, let's experiment with this idea and like it. So, like, let's see how... Because transitions, beginning, ending, is the big thing with uh, composing just instrumental music. You have to make sure they smooth transitions over. But... It's kind of like... The whole point, too, is to make it sound cool, though. I mean, if you mm -hmm. make something doesn't fit, then it... then, Then you're just being an asshole like, yeah like if if it sounds like so i guess yeah then uh, that is a good statement if you turn it around and look at it that, this way like if mm-hmm. you that it sounds cool that's mm-hmm. what is that's your purpose behind it like mm-hmm. that's the only only reason you were feeling it and it sounded cool because i remember and, like as long as it fits and you thought it fit like especially for structure like media if you were recorded for like a television show or some shit like that because mm-hmm. i remember my it was a jury for composition, which if any of you are in like high school and thinking about going to school for composition, just know your jury suck because it's like five people just telling you how bad you are. <laughs> That's all it is. They listen to your song and they just yeah. tell you how bad it is. And so the big thing was I wanted to put it 
because we performed it live once to get the recording. And so what I was like, I want to put a guitar solo in because I want to play it. And then, but it didn't really fit in the song. So it was like, the big thing is like, the transition to the guitar solo doesn't make sense. And right. so just, I mean, so because it's cool is cool. We got to make it fit like with the song too, just because. Right, yeah. Where it's like, I'm working on one song now called Purple, which I'm mm-hmm. working on some music. So people get excited. Um Ooh. Which I'm combining the feeling of, was it like if you put red as love and blue as sadness, you combine those together, that makes purple. This is that feeling. Oh, I can say that. So I'm working on a song right now called That. And so I don't know if it'll make the album or the EP or not. But yeah, and then you write this other song. Let's see, what's this other song I've been working on? It's about, you know, uh, what if I never get to that life I really like? That's another song I've been working on too. Like, those are two completely different things. Like they both work well together, but separately, like if you come try to combine the two, it's not going to fit as a song. Right. And I, I guess that's just instrumental music to me, which I guess this tuning song by Radiohead was. Yeah. Because which, allegedly, well, if it was a real song, it would have been an instrumental uh-huh. track. Like, cause yeah, he's not exactly. going to have to tune his vocals or else he's warming up on stage. And even that, it's like, Peter picked up pipe pepper, 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 something like that. So mm-hmm. I guess it's just different with instrumental music and then music you're writing. But you kind of, in my sense, when you write instrumental music, it has to be, it has to fit together just like you're writing lyrics, like instrumental right. and lyrics. So it has to work the same. That makes but sense. But at the same time, too, if this was this alleged song that doesn't exist, uh, oh, man. Yeah, so many people felt for this again uh <laughs> but uh if it sounds if it sounded cool to them then maybe then it, like it could just it's a song mm-hmm. basically i mean if it's it's if people liked it and could have gotten down to that and listened to that again like maybe that was a song like an accidental random song that this person plucked out during a tuning because like you're tuning you're doing like a scales and shit like to make sure everything's in tune so like i don't know okay there's a defense for and against it but i'm i'm on your side Mm -hmm. with it like i'm just trying to play the devil's advocate or yeah i mean tom york's advocate so we're gonna (laughs) the audience we're gonna wrap up this conversation but here's the logic (laughs) that made no sense in my mind if i you know, you use a tuning pedal. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And what's uh, the point? The point of this tuning pedal is you can put it, click it, and it turns off sound so no one has to hear you. So it's oh, like, yeah. So like, what the why, fuck? Yeah. It's like, why the hell would Radiohead? <laughs> I just realized that. The musician. Yeah, no, they, uh, <laughs> musician to me is just like, why the hell are they like? Because they okay, have. Was this. Okay, because it wasn't real. I was going to say, was this no. some guy going out there to tune the guitar just trying to show off? Like, okay. That's one thing. So, like, their tuning pedal. Would have it. You can bypass that, like, and so you can just have it make play with all your effects and whatever. But uh-huh. no one does that because some because if you want to switch guitars mid set, what you do if you decide you're gonna not have a roadie have to hand you a guitar, you just click the tuner pedal and it just mutes yeah. your entire amp, and then you plug in your next guitar and then play that. Yeah. So that makes no sense. S- second off, this is just the logical side of it. Radiohead's such a big band; they're not tuning their own guitars. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Like, that's that's when I thought those. Like, I was like, okay, this isn't a Radiohead song. If it is, like, that was my initial reaction. Was like, it's not a Radiohead song because that 
why are they tuning their own guitars? That's ridiculous. Um, but okay, maybe like I thought the guy was just coming, like maybe Tom York or one of the others is coming out to do something, or it was a roadie trying to fucking show off like an <laughs> asshole. Like, but I was like that. Whatever, I'll listen to it if it's cool, and then it, apparently there's nothing. But like, <laughs> yeah, no, the whole story didn't really make sense when I heard it either. But it was like, eh, whatever. I guess Tom York is tuned in his own guitars. He's not a douchebag. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, I'm okay I would with not tune my own guitars. No, fuck that. If you're Radiohead, you I don't get know. Somebody else to do it. The record the, label pays for that shit. At the point I'm at, I'm okay with tuning my own guitar. Like, that's not mm. a. Well, no, yeah, because you're not Tom York, buddy. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> I think if I was even like... Only when you're Tom York, Samuel, do you get to not tune your own guitars. Unless you have to be physically be Tom York, though. Not his fame. You have to become him. I feel Kidnap like it's, him and wear his skin. I feel like it's the same level. This may be a guy thing. And no, we're not being, I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. But like when a guy can't change his own tire on his car. Like oh. to ease the spare... It's kind of, well, it it's not hard yeah. at all. It's kind of real easy to figure out. So like, it's, like, really it's just more annoying than figure anything. It out but that's just kind of an idiot all around if you can't figure it out, man or woman. Like, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, yeah, girls. Like, I feel like I'm just saying. Like, if I have a daughter, I'm gonna teach her how to change a tire. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like she's not gonna. No, don't freaking... rely on triple the creepy triple A guy coming around. Oh yeah, I see. Like, yeah, so... no, I want you to change your tire and then. Have your taser or gun even in Texas, I guess, but <laughs> on your person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's but yeah, so that's pretty much me tuning. That's me on tuning guitars. It's like changing a tire. Just yeah. like I, as a man, it's just it's a men thing. No sexism. It's a Christian podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Christianity I invented sexism. I don't, if I if I blow a tire, which I have twice. I'm gonna change that tire at least to the spare. Like I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna let, and I'm not gonna like stop on the side of the road, wait for like even like a police officer or another human being to change my tire. I'm like, no, I'm, t- I'll rather. Uh, if it's pouring, I'm getting towed. Screw that. Well, if it's like the middle of the country, middle of nowhere, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like triple A. Yeah, exactly. And I get it. my parents got they're older now, so they have AARP. And, uh, <laughs> and my parents they, do too. They, yeah, they had like. 10 slots for roadside assistance for some fucking reason and gave them to me my girlfriend like the entire family just now has roadside assistance like <laughs> the ass I'm like well, right on i oh. have i have triple a and that's it is um i've had to use it twice it discounts everywhere with that thing first thing timing belt Oh, I need to check that out. Yeah, you need to go on AAA.com and see where you if they, i assume they still do the discount thing like but because yeah, AAA members get to, you might get it at Best Buy actually. Gosh. Yeah, I know. Could have paid thirty eight dollars for my yeah. the, my <laughs> yeah, Universal Apollo. It's, it's like a five ten percent discount. Lots of things. Universal Audio, you make phenomenal interfaces, phenomenal Best Buy, things. You're a terrible, terrible store that is gonna shut down eventually. But these this the man I recorded uh, an upcoming song which I'll. Probably, I don't know when it's going to be released. I recorded the vocals on it. Oh, my gosh. So, it's like, you know when you first started playing guitar, you probably played on a crappy guitar. And I then know. once you started playing regularly on, like, a really good guitar, it's freaking, like, cake on your fingers. Yeah. But oh, So, like, this is just, like, 
made my life so much easier from a hundred dollar M audio interface to the seven hundred dollar right. preamp that like pro studios have. But anyways, yeah, I'm just oh, bragging. It's a preamp. No, it, well, it has preamps involved <laughs> too. Like it's supposed to mimic the, the old school style, but with like the new in the box type. Right. Which is like everything I'm like for in making music. So it's like oh. I want that I like the sound of the old stuff, but I like working the way we do now. So Yeah. I love tape, but I'm not gonna edit tape. <laughs> no, oh no. I don't know when to do tape. That is a no no. So quick question. How how is the bastard doing? I haven't I haven't talked to him since he was on the show. And then he uh, he's left. good. His new show starts uh, next week on uh, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. On the 4th, July 4th, but it'll be every uh, opposite your show mm-hmm. uh, every other Wednesday. So, so that way you always have like a Waffle Butt media show to listen At least two yeah, to listen to every week. At least two. Uh, there'll be, there's another one coming out in the uh, fall I'm doing with uh, Michael from Bruise and the Boys and then a comedian from Austin named Adam Swarma uh, it's basically um, mystery science theater but for wrestling that's, that, I can put it that way it's gonna be a good show riding, all, riding that train that, cause that's man I, I am so like I will give mystery science theater all the free promotion that it could deserve mm-hmm. because that show saved my life like as a child like i that was my escape from you know being bullied or whatever and then just in general it's just the funniest damn thing in forever for me mm-hmm. but uh like and it, the fact that it came back was like the happiest i have ever been they're doing like, some live event in nashville Dude, they oh my god, dude, yeah, you live in Nashville, do it, go. It's uh the it's got the Jonah Ray, the uh, dude, the guy that's hosting it now. Um, he's on Nerdist part or used to be mm-hmm. Nerdist. Um, they're doing Ega, and that's one of the funniest uh, movies that they had ever done. Oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, it's they're oh god, they got so many good ones in this. Feel season. like I marked myself interested on Facebook. Dude, you if you can, I bet you they're sold out. Like if you can somehow go to that, I would highly recommend it like uh i'd be so f- fucking jealous oh my god but yeah our show uh, or the well their show it's i'm not on it uh it's gonna be basically like that so yeah but, uh, so the I mean, bastard though mm-hmm. um yeah his thing comes out next week and How, first episode's I, about freedom has he been working hard on has he just been stressing out about everything lately he has been stressing about about making this podcast and dealing with donald Trump saying every single thing that he says every day, um, having to just do damage control after damage control. He had to pull Sean Spicer forcibly out of the bushes once. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, is he, he getting he, a bald spot on his weird long hair for a Republican? Uh, no, no. He uh, he uh, does the, the spray, the hair, uh, the <laughs> spray on hair. We're just like, oh, we're just like, <laughs> or it doesn't really like help anything with the hair, it just like colors it in. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "Screw you! That's paint. <laughs> that doesn't work." Like, I feel like it? it could You're just work. Spray painting the white hairs that are left on your head that are basically hair endings. The only way I feel like anyone could pull it off, barely, but could pull it off, you have to have a very small, uh, bald patch. Like that's all I could work. Like yeah. a small circle, very small. Like where you can like comb it in. Like Donald Trump could use it on his various bald spots that he's got going, but. Maybe Bernie. 
At least Bernie accepted his baldness. Bernie just looks like he got electrocuted. Oh, yeah, he was just... <laughs> Perpetually. <laughs> greatest human being. And I also... What did I drunk text you the other day? Oh, something about Bernie Sanders. Because I, I drank uh, some wine and some Jameson, and and you mix that with antidepressants, so you get drunk really fast. Tuck Frump, Bernie 310 ampersand. Oh, and I texted you, uh, this guy with a huge butt. He's like, (laughs) how does this cake look, Gordon Ramsay? Looks great, Gordon. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I gave that weird picture of me as that Facebook cat. Drunk. Facebook app for the... uh, the pic, the augmented pictures, it's my favorite thing in the world. Was it two scoops, two genders, two terms? Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck you. <laughs> drunk oh me, drunk me sends a lot of. Uh, yeah. Drunk me. Like, even if I end up with a very serious alcohol problem, where it's like I don't know my purpose for drinking, I just do it. I will be the best drunk in the world because. I'm if not you mean. Have a purpose for drinking. I think that's the problem. Man. No, I'm like, well, no. <laughs> if you just drink, if like drinking, like you need to drink oh, to right, get through right. life. But where it's <laughs> like, I drink because I know why I drink, <laughs> and uh, just to get through life. <laughs> just to just to get through. But like, no, I don't need it to like go to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I think. <laughs> I think I might actually start the intervention podcast that somebody <laughs> just, suggested to me the I just other day. Like, hey, can you come on? Uh, can, can you come on? Uh, Bruce and the boys. I'm like, I mean, I don't know anything about football, but sure, I'll come on. So <laughs> this is not Bruce and the boys. This is our new podcast, <laughs> Intervention. Uh, the podcast. <laughs> Everything's the. It's America, the podcast. Intervention, the podcast. America and the boys cast. America and the boys. <laughs> Cat Schweg Schwegmerica. Schwegmerica the pod bro, the <laughs> in pod the boys. boys. Schwegmerica and the boys. And the boys. <laughs> Riff wrestle. <laughs> that's <laughs> the last one. Oh well, yeah, that's the wrestling show. Riff wrestle. Oh yeah, but the best thing about uh, it. I wasn't supposed to say that. Well, oops. Oh, meh. Whatever. <laughs> Should I beep it out? I don't even know how no. to beep it out. I never edit anything on the show. <laughs> I don't edit it. It's fine. I don't care if anybody knows. Good. And so, yeah, I got to name my uh, the so the Apollo twin. I got a name. It's called the Schweg Apollo. Learn if you just put Schweg in front of any word, it just sounds it stupid almost, already. Well, it kind of almost sounds like Smegma. Yeah, like if you put Schweg you in front called, of Lur. Did you get called Schwegma? Only by one guy. He's, really, only one? Yeah, oh, his name. That's amazing. Shouldn't say his name on it's, the podcast. Let's just no, say well, he's like one of those fedora. If he was a bully, say his name on. He's not oh, a bully. No. no, he's someone. He's a fedora one, though. He, he he's kind of one of those fedora vaping guys. Yeah. Who fedora. he unfriended me on Facebook because I had a good argument about gun control. Oh, oh god, he's one of the okay. Where it's it. like, yeah, Dude. we don't need. It's like we should keep her guns, but. Make it actual hard for bad people to get it, and that's you know, it makes yeah. no sense, apparently. You blah, know, blah blah, you know, the my hey. second amendment don't take my rights, Hillary Clinton, Obama. You know, <laughs> ding ding, America, America yesterday, podcast. Woo! yesterday, two year anniversary, I guess three days ago, if you're listening to this on the Wednesday, it comes out, Obama legalized gay marriage, but oh, it's yeah. just step Wait, one. Is that tomorrow? That Wait, was two that's days tomorrow, ago, right? Well, it was two days ago. Yeah, it was no, it was yesterday. Shit. 
to, oh, to yeah. us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The 26. I forget. 26, okay. I was trying to figure it out. It's like, all the, it's it's entire Pride Month, so I like I was like, oh, shit, what was the day? I could have Googled it, obviously. Oh, yeah, I had to miss I the didn't. National Pride Parade. Because I'm a straight, white, cis-gendered male <laughs> that only cares about myself. But that amendment was only the first step into Obama taking away our guns. Yeah. That was just all step one. <laughs> They're going to gay marry you into owning a gun. Gay wait, no, wait. Gay marry you out of your gun. I don't know how it was works. It? It? Obama does. Don't, no, Tom it's Hanks. Obamacare. Obama, was- Richard Branson, and Tom Hanks are controlling um, the entire country with uh, the cellophane from Juicy Juice and Chobani yogurt that are turning children gay into gay warriors for the Obama um, fascist <laughs> can't keep going <laughs> I do like to have a segment of I things- want to have a conspiracy off of like how far can you like drag out that run on sentence of, <laughs> like of just pure crazy Alex Jones thought mm-hmm. uh, oh, I hate him so much <laughs> I love the joke of him but I don't like him but uh, yeah in a segment i like to put on the episode like questions i asked my gay brother uh <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so i asked him like so do you think fluoride in water turned you gay and he just like sends me question marks and i'm just like you know the damn question <laughs> i saw you tag him in something to ban facebook <laughs> what was that meme oh no it was a it was, a, it was like a shrek and vienna wedding he's like white people have no cu- culture sweaty so sweetie, <laughs> sweaty. I'm just like Matt. When you mean a nice girl, you should do this. <laughs> Side uh, note, because I know my parents haven't listened to this far in the podcast. I had to convert their old VHSs to DVDs of our us as kids, and my brother was like crying. One's like, "Be care, stop crying, or I'm going to show this to your girlfriend when you're older." It's like you really showed her. <laughs> Got her. So, anyways, yeah, we're at the end of this episode, so. I guess go to wafflebuttmedia.com. Yep. AmericaThePodcast.com. Should have got a .gov for that. Uh, no, you can't. That's that's specifically for them. Yeah. It's the fluoride in the water. Yeah. So go check that stuff uh, out. By the way, fluoride is okay, people. Just uh, I'm not going to get into that, but just deal with it. It's you can fine. drink it's it. Not gonna, it. It's not going to – you're fine. It's not going to You gonna can drink you. it and it helps your teeth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it – Dentists don't like it. That's the only thing. Because they Anyways. lose money. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. Well, thank you. Uh, they're, they're not doctors. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, Trump Care. <laughs> oh, it's not. Ha-ha, there's no vote this week. Ha, oh, yeah. Frogman Mitchell McConnell. Frog. No, Turtle Man. Turtle Man. Oh, yeah. I forgot. He's a turtle. 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 But he has, like, the neck of a frog. And the, the neck of a frog, he's got the face of a sad turtle and then the voice of a yuck. <laughs> Whatever that is. I don't know. That's some sort of goofy thing. Yeah, he's a, uh, yeah. Gorsh. Yeah, Mitchell. Good old Mitch. God. Good Had old. polio and the government saved his life with government health care <laughs> that <laughs> we had. So anyways, uh, yeah. well, thank you. Yeah, go check out samshwelcomemusic.com for... Oh yeah. More info on shows like this one, and and uh, thank you to uh, District Kid and Lyft. And uh, oh yeah, thank you Lyft for giving me a job <laughs> and sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, giving giving and my giving boss a, home, for giving my yeah. boss a job. 
Yeah, and getting people home safe and causing less drunk driving um, and smelling better than cabs. Smelling and, better than Uber. Um, having a dope logo and uh, not being Uber. Yeah, And Uber allowing people to tip go suck a bag of all the dicks. And letting my fans get a $50 ride credit with signing up with Coke. Oh, yeah. $50? Gee, that's rad. Okay, thank you even more for, you know, so letting that happen. Yep, no problem. So... In the meantime, thank you, and remember to stay awesome. Bastard, America's lobbyist and the embodiment of the Republican Party. You may know me from YouTube. I am back after many years to do what's never been done before. To host a political talk show on the internet. Premiering July 4th, 2017, America's birthday, my show America the Podcast will premiere. Each week, I will rant and rave about a subject and then a panel of true Americans and experts will discuss. I've also been told to say it's comedic in nature, but I'm not sure why. Remember to tune in every week, America, for in-depth political discussions on everything that affects us in America and the rest of the world every day. And remember to stay woke. What? I shouldn't say that? Why not? I just shouldn't say that. Well, fine. Remember to listen. Casting.